All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, I don't want to get into how it's going over here just yet because I want to talk to you. I saw your Twitter feed today, my friend. I, I like that. Keep them in suspense, you know? <laughs> they really wanted to know how it was going. They're standing on their seats. Uh, I, I, I like this. That's, let's, we'll tease how I'm doing. Tell me, tell me about your day. I saw your Twitter feed. You did something. Are you allowed to talk about it? Can I bring it up? Can I mention it? You were... You were oh, the, yeah, yeah, man. I was on, I was on Sirius XM. Yeah, yeah. Listen to uh, Tell Me Everything with John, John Fugelsang. It's uh, on Sirius XM Insight 121. So give that a listen. I was on the last hour. Good show. And what what did you do? What did you talk about? How did you get on it? Just by being around the studio? Does he know who you are? He knows you're a comic? Knows yeah, your yeah, man. Yeah, and I, well, I've actually filled in on that show on the boards before. But this time I, I, I actually filled in as a guest, man. I uh, I sat and I talked. Nice. What did you talk about? I mean, you're, it's, 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 he's a fairly well-known guy, and so it, it, there's got to be more than like, yeah, I was a guest on a show. Is that all you're going to say? What did you talk about? What was it? Yeah, it was good, was man. Good? Yeah, we talked about like, uh, I mean, it was, he does like a thing where there's a panel of comics, and so we were talking about just a you know, comedy and politics. Sasha Baron Cohen's show came up, which is amazing, by the way. I need to get Showtime so I can see the full episodes. I've just been seeing the clips, but uh, I know the clips yeah. blow me away. I'm not gonna. They're I, fucking I, amazing. They're amazing and and also I don't want to say scary and sad because you knew that this was going on. It's just when when it's exposed, it's like oh yeah, this is the shit you try not to think about or pretend doesn't happen or isn't real. And then you see it and you're like, yep, this this is who we are. But I think that's that's a good thing, man. I it think is. that's how you really get to the bottom of that stuff. I, I mean, it's you, you know how we've mentioned in the past if if somebody's crazy, let them talk. And, and and that's that's how you should deal with them as opposed to just showing up and shouting them down and not letting them say anything and, and feeling like you've you've won some sort of victory that way. Um, kind of like you know we brought up Milo in the past and how you know people would block him from speaking and he would just sell more books. Well, Joe Rogan let him talk and was just like here three hours. I don't agree with what you say, but say it and you know you're in a you're in a comfortable safe space. And you can say whatever you want. And he said some outlandish shit about pedophiles and bye-bye Milo. Like, that's that, that, that's basically how that happened. I mean, he's still kind of around, but not anything to the level he was at. That's what this guy did. Is He sort of uh, trolled him in, in the sense that he, he pretended to be a, a character who was on their side. And, and he was like, let's do something that is so far past where even your side is on, on, on the fringes. That it's it's just gonna show you for the ridiculous person that you are, and that guy is a fucking genius for that. Well, and that's what he did. If you remember, with the frat boys and Borat who wanted to sue him, he uh, you know he got got on that uh, motorhome with the frat boys and just sort of let them be, and was like, oh really? I mean, he he didn't force them to do anything, and yeah. that's what was ultimately shown. Like, obviously, the footage was edited down, but when it went to court or even if it did go, the whole point was the footage showed that they, the, 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 the Sasha and the director, no one pushed these frat boys down a road. They just sat back and let the camera roll and then chose the best parts and aired those. It's like, no, we didn't tell right. them to say and do outrageous things. They just did them and we showed the most outrageous. And, by the way, what you said, not only true, but we talked about it a couple weeks ago with Jordan Peterson. He was on Joe Rogan for three hours, and he may have said a couple things you disagree with, 
but you know it's the it's the opposite like where people take him out of context and try well, and yeah, like, show the guy who he really is if he's right. not that bad then you don't need to fucking shout him down and if he is that bad show what he's saying is doing is that bad and then and then no one will want to have them talk you yeah, know exactly you know who people should have talk, Jake, and I hope this is the last time we do talk about it. Uh, Me and you, we've been telling them that. They don't fucking book us to give, give speeches at colleges. Well, and they should because we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it, we were the first people to, this will be the third week in a row we've talked about this, and hopefully it's the last time. But uh, two weeks ago we said this is not good. Last week you said we said this is going to happen. You said it, I said it. We agreed with one another, and almost... You know, a day or two later, the headlines started hitting. The future of the movie Rub and Tug, the transgender movie about transgender rights, and, a, and, and uh, is in jeopardy because Scarlett Johansson left. And I can read you a quote here uh, from, whoops, where did it go? I may have lost the quote. Oh, there it is, where it said... Uh, this is an article on Deadline, uh, which said, I believe the LGBTQ advocates who claimed victory after shaming Johansson into withdrawing from Rub and Tug don't realize they have made it nearly impossible to get made films like Brokeback Mountain and Dallas Buyers Club, the kind that open hearts and minds. Because, like you said, the instant this is announced, it's going to be scrutinized and Rub and Tug has gone to, in, Rub and Tug has gone into turnaround and nobody wants to finance it. These, they, they thought that they were doing this wonderful thing for transgender rights, and like you said, vocal minority. They don't represent all, but yeah, it just hurts the overall cause, and we called it. So, so colleges should be paying us to look at a news story and instantly analyze what's going to happen the, in the following week, because we're right there. We, we nailed it. Go us. Well, right, and I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate the spirit of what they were trying to do. I, I mean, I, I think their hearts were in the right place. It's just that they were going to such an extreme, and, and they were kind of attacking their own on that one. Like, they yep. were attacking somebody trying to do something that overwhelmingly was a positive thing for their community. And and it, and, and, and when I say they, I'm not talking all transit because... The they, minority, the vocal, right. angry yeah. minority. This is, you know, I wish that there was some kind of way... To, to publicly show how many people in, in the transgender community actually <laughs> fucking just, dislike the fact that this movie was going to get made, you know? I, I just Compared had Compared to the uh, few people yelling on Twitter about it. Sorry to interrupt. I just had, I made myself laugh. Uh, yeah. the, it's the, the, the minority. It's the uh, ISIS of transgender. Transgender ISIS. It's like not all Muslims. Not all transgender. It's the vocal, it's the transgender ISIS. Trans ice does sound like a, an amazing cocktail, though. You know, you or gotta admit a beer from back in the day. You know, yeah. Bud Ice and Miller Ice when when ice was in all the beer names. Yeah. No, I agree with you, and I and I wish I hadn't interrupted. I apologize, but I mean, it does go. Two things have happened in the past week that are along the same lines. Uh, James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy three because of tweets from. 10 years ago that he apologized for six years ago and then trevor noah uh was going to australia and tweets from 2013 stand-up or not tweets a 2013 stand-up special jokes he told oh, before we go into noah let me just say with, with uh james gunn i i kind of see that both ways like i i definitely saw the side okay maybe this guy shouldn't be making these movies when when the tweets first came out I don't remember what I was listening to, but apparently that guy was a trauma director at the time. You know trauma movies? No. 
I mean, like Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcom High, shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I know he did like uh, like low budget horror films, yeah. Right, and so that's kind of on brand with the kind of shit he was making. I mean, those movies are all about ridiculous, over the top shock value. So you you kind of got it. A, it was a while ago, and B, you you sort of got to take it in context of what he was doing at the time. I mean, that's that that was the type of work he was doing. I mean, if a guy is doing like a pop boy band, you know, and for whatever reason, uh, he, he shifted to that from Norwegian black metal, you know, like that's what he did 10 years ago with the face paint and everything. And he's got tweets saying, I want to drink the blood of the innards and then stick my dick in the Virgin Mary. Well, that was the name of his album. You can't, you know, it was a different time. That's what he was doing. Well, not just that. The thing that gets me is what I'm going to say about when I bring up Trevor Noah, it's because it's the same thing, is when he originally got Guardians of the Galaxy with Disney and Marvel, the tweets came up then, and he apologized six years ago and said, hey, these tweets from years before, six years ago, I was in my 20s, I was angry, I was doing shock value shit. It's just literally, I was doing it for shock value. I get why you're offended. I apologize. That's not who I am today. That was angrier, younger me. And he made the two movies, and now they come up again, and he again apologized. He said, yeah, we've been through this. I still apologize. I'm not defending them in any way. I'm not saying it's just a joke. Let it go. He's saying, I'm sorry. That was angrier, younger me, and they still fired him. That's what makes it bullshit is he's already done this dance. It, and it, You can get into the right-wing nonsense, too, because I, you know how they came up, correct? Um, it was, it was somebody on Fox News, was it? Uh, was or I, I could be wrong, but it was, it was, it was, I know it was, a, it was somebody conservative that, right, that, that, that dug them dug up because, because right? he goes after Trump on Twitter. So they sure. dug up his old tweets and, but so the same thing with Trevor Noah is, um, well, but dude, he's a director and Trump's running the, the country. That's, that's kind of where I would say that yeah. it, it, it differs. I, I mean, I, Dude, I've I've said horrible things in, in, in stand up. If 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 I ever got famous and they found a way to actually get my stand up from when I was like a year or two in, I would have to commit Harry Carey suicide just from having to watch that shit again. You know. But uh, that being said, I'm not trying to run the free country. I'm just trying to fuck or the whole country. I'm just trying to tell dick jokes. So there's a difference between a guy trying to direct Transformers or whatever and a guy trying to direct the country. Couldn't agree more. And I, in the same goddamn boat, there, there are things that probably could be dug up on me, not like in a different sense. I don't think I've ever said anything along the lines what a gun, because I read those tweets and I'm like, well, that's pretty horrible. I've never talked about, you know, rape and pedophile, whatever it was. Sure. But I've, I've absolutely said shit like, oh, fuck you and fuck Jesus Christ. Like when arguing with a Christian that, in in the moment, I was sort of like dealing with one on one that person. But you take something. I like, say that while arguing with Buddhists, it throws them off. They don't know how to take it. <laughs> I would just say you show a tweet that or something for me that says "fuck Jesus Christ." Oh yeah, I'm in a lot of trouble right there. Like everybody's gonna blow up over that. Not everybody, but you know, like the right wing will blow up over that. Like who's this? And I'm just some idiot comedian, you know, in an argument with one person. I'm not trying to get a tweet out there that goes huge. It's just you know, if I'm mad in the moment. That's what happens, you know? It, it's not a either way. But the, so the, the Trevor Noah thing is the same. He, in 2013, did a special in uh, um, Australia, made fun of the Aboriginal women, and then got The Daily Show, and all this came up. Like, hey, he makes fun of Aboriginal women. 
And he came out and said, you know what? When I was in Australia, I visited a museum. I realized what the Aborigines people had gone through. Those jokes were in poor taste. That doesn't represent who I am now. Well, he's sure. going back to Australia. So the, the special came up again. And this is something you and I have talked about. Um, all the, tweet, uh, the, the special came up again, and Twitter went mad and started attacking him, saying, how dare he? And he said, we've been through this. It doesn't represent me. You know, I'm, it's not who I am, and I'm going to make sure that clip of me making fun of Aboriginal women is not used to promote my show because those are not the kind of jokes you will be hearing. And this is what makes me angry. Twitter then, and I don't know how many people, it's probably the minority, but I see all these tweets of people saying, that's not an apology. You didn't apologize. How dare you not apologize? Where's your apology? And that's what gets me is it's never enough. It's never enough. You have to constantly be on your knees begging forgiveness for your entire past or something you did once. Right. Yeah, I mean, and and I I get it to a point. I get it because... If, if, if you're going to sort of take this political angle where you try to act holier than thou, particularly th- about things like uh, racism, sexism, homophobia, and then they, you know, they, they go a few years in the past and they can find you doing basically the same shit. It, it's a bit hypocritical. So I mean, I, I'll sure. give them that. That being said, I, I, I don't really want to live in a world where you can't move on from a fucking joke you made. Like five years ago, you you know what I mean. Like that's that's not why why would you why would you want it to be that way? I, I think that's that's part of the problem with our country is 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 we like to just mark somebody bad and forever bad. You know, not 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 for doing crazy things like uh, I don't know serial killers or guys that go to clan rallies or, or, or you know beat their wives or something like that, but guys who just maybe he wasn't even joking. Maybe he just had an unpopular opinion. And then just like Edward Norton, he got raped in the shower by skinheads and he was a nice fella after that. Let him be a nice guy. Let (laughs) Edward Norton grow his hair out at the end of the movie and show his little brother some, some compassion and, and, you know, progressive new ways of thinking. Well, I, I hadn't planned on talking about this, but it just did hit the news. Uh, Talking, speaking of redemption, something that doesn't, the overall story I find interesting, just the specifics. Chris Hardwick uh, got cleared. Um, AMC did an investigation into his ex-girlfriend's blog and, you know, all the things she said. Remember, he got fired right away. Or not fired. They put they said hiatus, which usually means fired. Well, he's, yeah. he's been cleared. They, they investigated and said, eh, we talked to all his ex-girlfriends, and she's the only one saying this, and she kind of looks like she's looking for attention, and... Most people say that's not who he is, and his show is going to be back on the air. He's going to be back uh, really? doing his thing. I, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, just hit uh, today. So it, we the thing uh, you you were raised Catholic, and we know that you're a hardcore religious. Uh, Chris Pratt tweeted a Bible verse. I can't quote it, but it's be quick to listen, slow to anger, and slow to react in anger, something like that. And we do the opposite. Like, we react in anger first, and then as things cool down, like, the slow process is, oh, yeah, Chris Hardwick, uh, actually not a bad dude, didn't do anything wrong. But it's still out. Like, everybody will, for a while, just be thinking, Chris Hardwick, isn't that that guy that used to, you know, be a shitty boyfriend or something like that? I mean, once the damage is done, it's there's there's a film. Right, it's, it's, really hard, it's really hard to come back from, you know, and, and uh, I mean, it... To be fair, there's there's not going to be a lot of women who are doing stuff like that as as far as just no. falsely accusing guys 
for for no goddamn reason. Does it happen? Sure, but what 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 happens more often is you, you know guys are being creepy or, or fucking abusive or, or whatever. Absolutely. It takes a really crazy woman to just make something like that up. And I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying they're rare. It turns out this 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 was one of the rare cases. Yeah, and 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 not to be overly judgmental, but you sort of looked at her and she's one of these cosplay something's fucked up in her head and she's doing these costumes and she, the way sure. the way the blog was written it was, was kind of like a hit piece where just it, it could have been two-sided and you were only really hearing a really skewed version where all the blame was pointed one way and i the, the problem i have with that is well, i didn't I was, even follow that one dude honestly there's been so many of them i i didn't even follow the chris hardwick thing yeah i didn't really it's just it that's the problem too is there's so many is that they're all big for one day and they're in your face and that's the problem too is the fallout is like um dustin hoffman was in the news for a day uh adam sandler was in the news for the for a day um uh the the, tom brokaw i mean the the, just for a while it was like everybody and so it just sort of became overwhelming but overall, I think it's a good thing, man. If you know, it, it, you can't really have these guys relying on a system that just covers shit up for them. No, no, and that's it, and that's the thing with the three people I just named. They were in the news for a day. Tom Brokaw pretty much cleared. It sucks he had his name dragged through the mud, but right. everybody said no, it's not Bill Cosby. There's one person saying this, and everybody else that's known him for 70 years is saying the opposite. Adam Sandler, same thing. There's one person trying to get attention, and everybody else that knows Adam Sandler. And so I agree with you. It's, it's absolutely good, but it's scary and sad that the instant someone gets mentioned, the, the, all the attention goes towards, ooh, is it real? What happened? And then well, the investigation. Well, it is, but here's, here's my sort of... Uh... My, my theory on how that stuff gets weeded out is um, everybody will act like it's, it's, it's either nothing or everything. And so they'll act like it's a 10. They'll act like no matter what it was, is it's, it's, it's full on Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, something like that. Um, what's different between the, the guys who were just maybe being kind of fucking creepy and, and y- y- you know, in- inappropriate at work, that kind of shit. Um, is how long people will talk about it and actually give a fuck about it. Like, Harvey Weinstein, that dude might spend the rest of his life in prison. Kevin Spacey, eh, might not go to prison, but probably will never work again. Uh, no one's no one's paying money to see a fucking guy like that, you know? Um, whereas Aziz Ansari, people, people called him a predator for about 20 minutes, and then they forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks where you're in the hot seat. The interesting one is, I still haven't seen... Um... Oh fuck! I'm drawing a blank on his name. I can picture him. Uh, got nominated. He won a Golden Globe for the Disaster Artist, and then was supposed to be nominated. Oh, James Franco. Yeah, Franco. Yeah. He has not surfaced since. He's been gone since February when he he was gonna he was gonna get nominated for an Oscar. And then all that shit. But then hit. again, I don't know what that guy did, man. I you know I I it's too many to really keep up on. That's just sort of my theory about how this shit gets hashed out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I sent you. I can't look up all of them. I'm not a. I'm not a fucking. You. You got to be like a full-on uh, sexual assaultiologist to to follow all these goddamn cases. This is true. I sent you a link on uh, cryptocurrencies. Did you have a moment to click it? I thought it was kind of amazing. Yeah, I was able to kind of skim through it a bit. That was that was that was pretty crazy. Um, it. 
Yeah, so it's it's talking about the celebrities that, that were kind of backing that stuff, right? Yeah, what's funny is, uh, so listeners, uh, uh, an article which I like, it was called Too Long Didn't Read, Here's What Happened to the Cryptocurrencies That Celebrities Vouched For. And they went back a year uh, or two, and when cryptocurrencies were exploding and Bitcoin was going up to $20,000 a unit before collapsing. And what I found funny was as everybody was creating their own version of Bitcoin, they would get celebrity endorsements, and most of them have failed. Like, that's literally... But as you, you scroll down the list, it's like Paris Hilton, uh, Steven Seagal, and... If there's one thing I know about Steven Seagal, it's that he knows where I should be putting my money. Exactly. And and, and ghost-faced killer of the Wu-Tang Clan. And here's what I find amusing is I'm not trying to make fun of these people, but I am. We're talking about 2017 when they were endorsing these things. We're not talking about Paris Hilton at her peak of fame. We're not talking about Steven Seagal when he is in uh, 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 Under Siege and um, his string of 90s hits when Steven Seagal was a major action star and could draw him. We're talking about 2017, and the, the story... It, I'm making fun. Like, if you invested your money in something because Steven Seagal or Paris Hilton said to, and it went belly up, you kind of deserve to lose everything. Like, even when they're at their peak, you don't want to listen to them. But we're talking about Paris Hilton of 2017. Right. When, you know, when the, year she's just... the year before 2017, Steven Seagal told me that I should invest all my money in gold-plated nutchucks and hairspray. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Steven. And he was like, no, I'm telling you, man, the only two things you need, only two things I've ever used in my life that have propelled me to where I am now. I think it's kind of like anybody that listens to any of the uh, Kardashian clan today. Wait, Floyd Mayweather's on this list. He can't even read. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just Other than how to punch people in the head and not get punched, why would you listen to Floyd Mayweather on anything? Anything. Exactly. I mean, like I said, it's good. it's sort of... You're, you're taking you're, paid celebrity endorsements is the big thing is like here we're going to give you money to say our product is awesome okay like these aren't people that have invested anything in these cryptocurrencies they didn't take hey i just invested a million dollars of my own money in this because i think it's going to work no they paid me money to tell you that it's going to work my money is off being handled by a money manager who's saying behind the scenes don't you dare fucking put any of your money in this cryptocurrency that's what makes it amusing to me is it's kind of you know like what else makes it amusing to me is they have ghost face killer from the wu-tang clan on here yeah i mentioned um, i don't know if you remember this but on uh there was an episode of Chappelle show where he had a uh like 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 a spoof um financial company that was run by the Wu-Tang Clan and and they were <laughs> they were in there talking about diversifying your bonds and they, they they ran their own investment firm and it was uh yeah it was a joke but now it's real <laughs> <laughs> see Dave Chappelle can predict the future oh yeah all right. Uh, I suppose this is the time where I can tell you um, what's going on with me. Wait, Mike Tyson. He's another one on here. Dude, you Wait, had like a billion not. dollars Where's from Tyson. I didn't he's him. at the bottom. Other than that, celebrities like oh, Mike Tyson and Aston Kusher have, have hopped on the Bitcoin. Oh, he he hopped on Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. yeah, Bitcoin. That's but either the way, one. Mike Tyson, he, he he had like a billion dollars from boxing and still ended up going broke at one point. Why would you, why would you trust, trust a guy like that with money? Exactly. 
According to MC Hammer, this is how I'm going to get rich and keep it. <laughs> like, no, no. Well, no. The get rich part, sure. The keep it, eh, not so much. Yes. Okay, so uh, we've talked about this a couple times, and uh, it's it's sadly coming full circle. So, uh, listeners, if for some reason you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I have a mini schnauzer. He got diabetes, uh, type 1, genetic. Didn't feed him Big Macs. He uh, it's just inherent that he got type 1 diabetes. So uh, then he got cataracts and went blind. Now, okay. the last update, things were looking up. We had his blood sugar under control, and we're like, hey, we just came into some money, uh, and it looks like we can afford to get one of his eyes operated on and get him sight back. But we were doing a consult in August and the surgery in September if the consult went well. Um, we're not even to the consult, and something happened, and he's got glaucoma now. Damn. And that means we are giving him, and this just he happened today. He gets weed, right? Literally today. What's that? He gets weed, right? Well, I, that'd be nice. Uh, I, would, I have a buddy. Uh, we've talked about this. I had a buddy um, that used to get his cat stoned. When he would get stoned, he would put the cat's face in his mouth and just exhale, and then the cat would, like, wobble off. Nice. <laughs> just, Shotgunning. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yes. No, here's the sad part. So he went to the vet today. His eyes were all crusty, and I looked at him. I said, there's something wrong, and he started closing one of them. They, the vet has this weird pressure monitor that you actually— it, they touch the dog's eye with the pressure monitor, which is fucking weird right off the bat. But basically anything between 10 and 20 pressure is normal. Anything above 50 is extremely painful and bad. He was at 44, so we caught it early. Like I said, I woke up this morning, like his eyes were crusty, so I should take him to the vet. But we've got him on Clogcoma medicine now to go with the diabetes medicine, the insulin. If his eyes don't improve, instead of getting him surgery to have eyesight back, we might have to get him surgery to have his eyes removed. Because that way he won't be in pain. Because right now he has pressure pushing against his eyes. It's like having a migraine, walking around with... We we gave him ibuprofen tonight, and we have like a prescription for doggy ibuprofen. And uh, I take him to the vet tomorrow to see whether the pressure is abating or what's going on. It's just... It sucks, dude. He's a dog. He doesn't know what's going on. One day he can see, the next he's blind, and now he just knows his head hurts. You can't explain to him what he's going through. It just sucks, and it makes me sad for him, and I'm just, like, angry, you know? Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, that sucks, man. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do if uh, anything happens to Samson. You've really bummed me and the listeners out by this story, man. I That's kinda, how I wanted to end it. I kind of right wish there. you would have told me this off, off, uh, off the thing, man. Because now I'm, uh, no, I'm sad, and I, I, I just want to listen to Radiohead and uh, smoke weed and cry in the dark now. Well, hopefully, uh, my um, dog just threw up all, all over the toy that she was making a lot of noise with. <laughs> Serves you right, goddammit. it! You ruined the podcast. You had to chew on your noisiest toy right next to me while I'm recording, and it bit you in the fucking ass, didn't it? I just don't want him to be in pain anymore. If if taking his eyes out is what has to happen, so that there's no like migraine, because what? Who wants to live with a 24-hour migraine? That's gotta suck. It's just sad, yeah, that's though. fucked, man. All right, don't kill yourself, listeners. Uh, Tune in next week for a new installment and hopefully better news on the dog front. Um, Taking them to the vet tomorrow and making sure that the medications have uh, alleviated some of the pain and pressure. Cool. Yeah, dude, I I hope it goes better with that. Yeah. All right, Jake, uh, thanks for staying up and talking to me. Listeners, thanks for listening. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com, our Spotify numbers, uh, they're up. 
we've only been Spotify a couple weeks, and we're getting good numbers, so hopefully you are making nice. the move over there. And tell your friends and coworkers and your comedy fans to tune in and listen to us. Uh, if you listen with headphones at work and you're chuckling and someone says, what are you, what are you laughing at? Send them our way. We, we, we love more listeners always. All right, thanks for tuning in. Later. Later.